0: From this, (laughs) from. I'm going to keep that in just because when you do these on a Friday night, you never know what will happen. From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Farms of Jersey and Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up uh, presents the Sunday sprint for week 15 of the National Football League season. Luke, good evening. Good evening. You're playing tomorrow. Which is a weird existence. I've never liked Saturday games. Um, I'm not sure about you, Um, but to me, I think even weirder is realizing that Sunday at 1 p.m. I have to watch Zach Wilson again. Yay! (laughs) And I mean, look, I get it. Mike White. Mike White got hammered. This is this is this is nothing about the injury. It was a I mean, the Bills hit him hard. Um, so if that's, what the, if that's what the doctors want, I'm 100% all for it. Joe Flacco can't do anything. We saw that last Sunday, even with, with the weather. Since then, now we're left with Zach Wilson and Luke. In all seriousness, this is a team, three teams for one spot in the AFC. We're going to see if Zach Wilson's reset has worked.
1: Yeah, certainly, um, and I'll tell you what—he's got a chance now. We'll You may know better than me in terms of weather come Sunday, uh, if there'll be any sort of weather
0: impacts. No, I mean it's 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 going to be a cold winter's day in 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 New Jersey. I mean that's nothing like fifty mile per hour winds or rain or snow or anything like that. No, so just gotcha. It, yeah, it, so. It's 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 a concern for kickers, not for quarterbacks.
1: I got you. Well, look, the Lions defense, the Lions have been playing good football lately, but the defense still isn't great. I mean, I saw Kirk Cousins throw for, whatever, 420 yards last week without two of his starting linemen. So point being, for Zach Wilson, an opportunity at home against the Lions team that the defense is still vulnerable. And maybe some time off. We've seen this with other young quarterbacks, whether it's an injury, a benching, whatever, that when you don't have to worry about being the guy for a couple of weeks and you can sit back and just try to take a – full picture view and focus more on the playbook or whatever it may be watching more film whatever it is because you don't have to worry about going out there and executing on a sunday it can be beneficial and so this is a big spot for zach wilson to be inserted back in there you only get so many chances uh let's see what he can do sunday against like i said alliance team that you know is vulnerable you can go out there and put together a good offensive game against detroit and i imagine for you jets fans you, you kind of need that from zach wilson to uh you know, have that belief in him for him to win the the trust back, if you will, here moving forward.
0: Totally. What happened to you guys last week?
1: <laughs> uh, just didn't play well. Didn't play well enough. I mean, credit to the Lions; they're playing good football right now. But I mean, man, the Vikings had plenty of opportunities. Um, I thought the game plan wasn't great. I think they kind of played around with their food too much. Um, ran tried to run it too much early on. Dalvin Cook had a fumble inside the five yard line. That was huge. Um, that was a big difference in the game. And uh, pretty much it. The defense, especially in the second half, defense really let the team down. I thought Kirk Cousins played great. One of the best games for Kirk Cousins uh, in a Vikings uniform. You just won't hear about it because it was in a loss. Uh, But I thought uh, the passing offense was let down by the rushing attack and the defense. And the Lions credit them. Uh, They outcoached and outplayed the Vikings in probably the biggest December game for the Lions in a number of years. And They got a big win Sunday at home. Let me ask
0: you this, though. Is it more... Um, was that more because I'm not sure what that noise was but it's probably my phone so I will silence thy phone Um, the the question that I have is was it more the Vikings being bad or the Lions being good because that's the concern as a Jet fan When, when you know somebody who played somebody the previous week the question always is okay if you had an upset, was it because the team that was favored messed up or did this team really out out kicked their coverage? And that's my thing with the Jets is this is a a Jets team that's mediocre and will probably wind up being 10, 7, 9, and 8. I mean, you can make those 17-game math work better than I can. Um, It just seems to me... Like, that's a game that you guys should have just said, we are not, you know, like, this is going to be 42 nothing, and we're going to take care of business. Yet, these are not the same Lions. And I, and I think that is something that has to be said.
1: Yeah, certainly. Now, remember, the Lions were favored last week, so they were
0: expected yeah. to win. Um, and I, not that, but that's also the lack of trust in you guys.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, the Vikings go out and kind of prove the doubters wrong. At least for one day. Um, it's not to take. Any, you always sound like a salty fan when you try to um, put blame on your team instead of credit on the other. It's not to take anything away from the Lions, but that was a very winnable game for the Vikings. Like I said, I mean, Dalvin Cook—he fumbles inside the five. If they punch that in and get a touchdown. They ended up losing by whatever it was, eleven, because they went for two, so really a ten-point game. You get that seven there, you know. It's a bit different game. Yeah, uh, the officials yeah. blew a call that they called Justin Jefferson out when he really wasn't. That should have been a touchdown in the fourth quarter, and the defense um, didn't get many stops. But the credit to the Lions because look, they had a fake punt that they converted, which was huge. They had a trick play that they pulled out on the biggest play of the game, converted to seal the win. Um, So like I said, the Vikings did get outcoached. I mean, the Lions didn't make any mistakes. So that's the difference. Uh, That's where you tip your cap to Detroit. The Vikings kind of coughed that one up, but but the other team didn't make any mistakes, and they're playing the same game. So the Lions just executed better on Sunday. In regards to their game against the Jets, though, I'll say this. You go look up the numbers. Jared Goff is a much different quarterback indoors at home that on the road and outdoors like he'll be on Sunday. So this offense has been playing really well the past month. I think it's going to be a different showing Sunday for Detroit. Also, they have not faced a top-ten defense during this stretch where they've won whatever it is, five out of six. I mean, the Vikings are the worst defense in the league, statistically. So it's going to be maybe a little bit of a wake-up call for Detroit to go outside in the elements against a good Jets defense on Sunday when, you know, they're feeling a little good for, about themselves and may and have a little bit of a crash back down to earth Sunday, at least offensively.
0: Quinn and Williams is questionable as we record this on Friday night what happens between Friday and Sunday at one we shall see but yes this is a huge opportunity and I was saying to somebody today uh with Zach Wilson being uh we don't quite know what we're getting with Zach Wilson we know what the defense is can the defense get points they've gotten stops have gotten turnovers. Okay, that's great. Can they produce points? <laughs> Can your defense become your best offense? Yeah. Um, and I literally, you know, know Corey Davis, Elijah Moore has emerged. This is a very different Garrett Wilson and in, in how he's being covered since Zach went out. Um, Elijah's gotten more touches. The tight ends have gotten more touches. Michael, Michael Michael Carter is back. A little bit of a different offense since Zach Wilson was last in and um, look for teams to t- take away Garrett because that dude is just a beast um, in the way that he runs routes and everything so we're we're, we're spending a lot of time on, on two games here but that's because of common opponents faced in the previous week which we've had a couple times this this year Luke we, we've hit, this is not the first time this has happened. Plus we've, plus, we've played each other.
1: Yeah. Plenty of crosstalk this year.
0: Yes, crosstalk. Um, look, you guys should obliterate any Jeff Saturday coach team. I'm not a Jeff Saturday believer. I'm, 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 I'm not a believer in that offense. And I think you get business done. It's just a quirky day. It's a quirky day. Speaking of a quirky day, tomorrow night, Dolphins' bills could be seven inches of snow on the ground in Buffalo. Tua in the cold, here we go. Yeah, that's the big storyline. Um, the
1: Dolphins in the cold. We talked about this a week or two ago. Uh, look at the stance, I don't have them in front of me, but it, it, it's 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 true. It's not some sort of um, cliche or some sort of warm-weather team struggling in the cold and vice versa. So you have Miami now, who's been on the West Coast the last two weeks, right? going uh, on the road to, up to Buffalo, and playing outdoors, and they can say whatever they want this week about, you know, wanting the cold, and McDaniel can wear the t-shirts, I love him, but until you actually get out there, uh, you know, you can practice, in your little know, air conditioning all you want, different elements when it's snowing, yeah. and Miami struggled in Buffalo, go back and look, I think their one win was in overtime, otherwise, they've lost like seven in a row outside of that, and uh, they've all been, I believe, by double digits, like they usually get blown out in Buffalo, now you're going to factor in the cold, the snow, all that sort of stuff, Dolphins not playing great of late. I have a lot of concerns for Miami. There's a reason why the Bills are favored by a touchdown. But I'll say this. With all that said, the one saving grace is if it is a snowy game and you have to run the football, I actually think that benefits Miami more. And Buffalo, ironically, is not built for the weather. That they no, play in. they are not.
0: They are yeah. totally not. I so got they're... exposed again last week that they did not have any kind of a, of a running game.
1: Right. I think back to last year, that wind game against the Patriots they couldn't do anything so uh, and the Dolphins meanwhile they have Mike McDaniel who comes from the Shanahan coaching tree and was helping him with that run game in years past and they've done some pretty good things on the ground Miami has this year once acquiring uh, Wilson and, and Mostert so if it comes to you know a ground game running the football I think that has actually advantaged Miami so while uh, the weather Flash
0: be... to a yeah well, sure you know with, with Mostert t- uh, sorry uh, sorry to interrupt you there but uh yeah. Design runs for two, I think, could be for, fortuitous.
1: Oh, I like that. Very good. Fortuitous. Um, so, yeah, anyways, right? The snow is not uh, good for Miami, but but uh, the run
0: game could help. <laughs> it's Friday, look. I'm not used to doing this on Friday. I love it. <laughs> um, on Sunday, games, days when games are normally um, played. I'm very intrigued by a Bengal Buck game for this reason. And here's why, right? The the Giants and Commanders huge game in primetime. Uh, what are the Packers against the Rams? Um, for me at least, Luke, as I look at um, the the Giants and Commanders, and you'll see how I loop loop this back to Bengals Bucks. Um, Giants and Commanders are basically saying, "Okay, Philly, you're you're in one level, right? We're just trying to 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 stay up there with the with the Cowboys and kind of put the Cowboys as kind of your your leader in in, in, in my mind as to who I would be trying to aim towards, right?" Well, you do that, and you run right towards the Bucks <laughs> in terms of quality. Giants seven five and one, Commanders seven five and one, Cowboys ten three and zero, Bucks six and seven. Are these Bucks and Tom Brady something different? Have the Bengals suddenly woke up? But now that Joe Burrow has beat the Browns. Um, four teams, two games, and kind of referendums on their season, possibly. You could argue that the Jets game, if the Jets lose, they're out. Yeah. It's really interesting to me, is the reign of Tom Brady about to end? Is Joe Burrow getting back to the playoffs about to commence? And who the heck is going to be of quality if you look towards the uh, towards the Cowboys in that division from the Commanders and um, Giants? See if you can unwrap my spirit (laughs) of
1: uh, yarn there, that yeah. Uh, yeah there was an idea last week that for the giants that they would almost take things easy against the eagles because this game is far more important for them yeah against uh washington i mean this is huge for these two and seattle's fading so these two are you know this is a battle for that that last playoff spot for these two there in the nfc and for tom brady it's a tough watch i've always said i'll be the last person to jump off the ship i'll turn the lights off uh, of the tom brady party everyone else can leave uh, i'll be the last one but to your point, I mean it's been tough. The offense has not scored more than twenty one points in like two months. He outside of a couple of fourth quarter heroics, you know, in two games this year, the Bucks have been dreadful, especially on offense. And they got a Bengals team that's really hot and playing good football. And Brady is a home underdog, which is very rare for his career. You got the Falcons, and especially the Panthers are playing better football. I know the records don't show it, but yeah, they're nipping at the heels of Tampa, and we could have some sort of 7-10 and 10 division champ in the playoff. And Even if it is Brady, I mean, what an embarrassment for the greatest quarterback of all time that... It's almost like uh, I don't know a participation trophy. or almost like uh, when they put the coach puts you in the game in the final minute when your team's down forty. Like I'd rather just stay on the bench. I don't want to go into the playoffs. I'm seven and ten. I 7 and 10 i do not want to go into the game. I'm already down forty. Like this just I'll take tonight off. Uh, so for Brady, you got to try to win this one as a home dog against Cincinnati. I mean, how much further can you sink right now if you're the Bucks?
0: This sounds. You can tell that that Luke is in uh, Clemson territory because you said the playoff. And not the playoffs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I never got that, by the way. I, I'll say playoffs for college, too. I don't get why there's no S, the playoffs. Yeah, it's the playoffs as well. Just everyone call it all over the playoffs.
0: I think it honestly came from should college football have a playoff instead of the BCS, like a, a playoff system instead of the BCS. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that's where it came from. I don't know, or maybe they just yeah, wanted to differentiate themselves. I have no idea. Yeah, you know, uh, the bowl started today. Uh, oh you, yeah. Have you even looked
1: at the bowl games?
0: Yes. Are you somebody that cares about the? I don't know who what dot com sponsors the the uh, Bahama Bowl. Does that stuff intrigue you all these years in? is I only? i watch the games. Okay, so you'll still watch watch these games. games. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're meaningless, but I still watch them just because it's football on TV. I don't need to, like, be in front of the TV. But if I'm home and the game's on, I'll throw it on for sure. And uh, I'll happily bet on the games, too. So from that perspective, all good with me. But, yeah, we have too many (laughs) football games. They're they're meaningless.
0: (sighs) Luke on a Friday night, Jay Jay Show on a Friday night.
1: It's the weekend. Let's go.
0: Luckily for our listeners, we're getting to the end of our radio program. Aww. I know. Um, Tiger, Charlie, the Woods family, the PNC championship, formerly the father son. My game to watch golf during are those Steelers and Panthers. I could not care about them. Luke, what is your game to watch golf during? Yeah,
1: that's a good one. Um,. You know what, I might actually say um, uh, Ravens-Browns tomorrow. Move uh, This is Saturday. You get, you get Huntley coming off concussion. He's one hit away from a, whoever it is, Anthony Brown, whoever their, other, their fourth string is. And Deshaun Watson, they have, I think, one touchdown in two weeks, the Browns do. I don't know what that point total is. It's probably low. I think that's going to be just a, a
0: bore and a bit of a you know physical type of game between those two low-scoring. 4.30 tomorrow that game is on the NFL Network, all three games tomorrow on the NFL Network. Um, that may be the game that Noah and uh, Eagle and Nate are calling. Uh, yeah, no, that makes make sense. Is that the game Noah and Nate? I'll, I'll look this up while you give me uh, your sleeper game.
1: Ooh, sleeper game. Um, I'm going to say, I always try to pick one we didn't talk about. So, um, you know what, let me go. There's two that stand out. I'll say Titans, Chargers. They're both seven and six. Titans, because of that division probably already you know banked a playoff spot. But you have the Titans have been blown out the last couple of weeks. They're really beat up. You have the Chargers who are coming off a really nice win against Miami on prime time. And I think this is a, a, a real big spot for the Chargers at home. Where if you want to be taken seriously, you got to show that you can be consistent. And win back-to-back weeks at home, uh, none, nonetheless. And uh, I don't know. I like Raybo as an underdog. Uh, I think the Titans may pull up an upset. But uh, for the Chargers, if you want to be taken
0: seriously, you got to win this game, and probably convincingly, on Sunday. Yep. Uh, no, your Vikings get Noah and, and, and Nate tomorrow. Oh, wow. Uh, Rich Eisen and Kurt Warner get to call Baltimore, Cleveland with Miami, and Buffalo being called by Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez. Ah, nice. He has butt fumble fame. But yes, Noah and Nate. Noah sounds so much like his dad, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And they are prepping for the Nickelodeon game that's coming up next Sunday on CBS for um, on on uh, Christmas, they Love get the it. game that Denver's involved in. It is such a hideous matchup for CBS. I feel so bad. That game, um, that game next week. Let me just look ahead here. That game, Rocko's Rams. yes. <laughs> That's the Nickelodeon game that has to have the, the A crew for CBS. It's it's awful. Uh, games this week. I, I, I like where you're going with that. I'm also going to say Falcons Saints just because of what that means for that division with a set of 500. Yeah, uh, it's true. You know, uh, team uh, potentially winning that division. Your game of the weekend. Um, I'm probably
1: I'll, I'll say Dolphins Bills. I think that's really uh, intriguing. And then you throw in the weather. I love a good well, I love a good snow game. Uh, I'll probably be most interested in that tomorrow night.
0: And with you on that. That is a Fox. I believe that game is going to be uh, produced by Fox, so Fox better have its uh, CGI downlines yeah, yeah. ready to go. Uh, Jets game, obviously. Of course. <laughs> no. It, it is It is the Buffalo-Miami game, absolutely, 100%. Uh, person or player to watch, for me, it's obvious, it's Zach Wilson. This is your chance. This is your chance to show who you are and what you are for this franchise and for this team for the foreseeable future. So, Zach, it's all yours.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I'll stick to tomorrow. I mean, Deshaun Watson, as I already alluded to, is a big one. But I'll also say Jeff Saturday. It's the first time a coach can win on the day that has the same name as their last name. Oh. That's pretty good. um also, the Colts are coming off a of bye. Their season's over. You have an interim coach who's in that position for the first time. Are the Colts just going to lay down and quit, or are they going to come out with an extra week to prepare and really you know, bring the fight to the Vikings tomorrow? I'm curious to see what type of effort we get from this Colts team in this situation led by Jeff Saturday.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. Same day, name, all that stuff. Wow, you brought it up. You brought it on this Friday, Luke. <laughs> you, I'm not into the weekend just yet. You brought it. Um, and that's that. That's our show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> For all of you who listened, we greatly appreciate it because this was of course. got Friday on my mind to quote uh, In Excess. Is that whose song that I originally was? Friday on my mind? I have no idea. Australian group. Oh,
1: I love In Excess, but I don't know the song.
0: Uh, no, Easy Beats. Sorry. Uh, of course. The easy Beats. Um, We'll get that figured out after we post this. Have fun, everybody. <laughs> See you later. Enjoy your football weekend.